Welcome to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, the results manifestation coach for women. I am on a mission to help them just like you to break through your limiting beliefs, your old programming and paradigms to truly manifest a life that you want, not what everyone else in your world and in society tells you that you should have, but what you want. You are in for such a treat because what we're going to be doing in this show is to help you unlock the secrets to manifesting that life. Where those secrets exist, they exist in your mind. And our goal through these episodes is to really help you unlock the secrets to take your life to the next level to manifest a life that you love. So whether you want more money, more freedom, to have more impact, better relationships, you want better health, happiness, whatever your goal is, we are here to support you in achieving it. Tune in to this podcast every single week like it's your job, because I promise you, it's going to create massive change in your life. So let's do this. Welcome back to Next Level Woman. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart. Today, I have a guest. I just know you're going to love her, Darla Williams. And I'd just like to read her short bio. We're all starting off on the same page. Darla says that she is a transformational life coach mentor who teaches a course in Noble Goldman called The Art of Learning Self-Love, because love begins within, not from without. She's a published author, illustrator of two children's books, Casey's Adventure and Sammy's Wish, as well as a magnificent manifester of her heart's desires by creating a world full of her imagination. Welcome, Darla. Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me. I am grateful to be here. Yes, such a pleasure. Why don't you start off, just help us to know you, tell us your story. How did you come to be all those things be where you are well the road was rough I can say that I came from a dark place in my life and it took a long journey for me to come to realization of who I really am and the transition to become who I am but I can tell you before I even begin that it was well worth the journey and that I am grateful to be where I am today and sitting here with Lisa and being able to share the story. Um, I began by realizing when my nephew came to me and he says, Aunt Darla, you always share these stories with us, but I don't have any pictures and you paint pictures and stuff for everyone else. Where are my pictures? Kids like pictures. So I was like, oh, well, being an author and an illustrator, you know, now at the time I had no clue even how to begin. So I sat down and I took the words of the story and I began drawing out and a layout of uh, what I thought would be great for the images for a story. And the next time my nephew came out, I was like, hey, here's a few more pictures. Here's this. And every time I, it wasn't myself. That's the point I want to share with everybody. Sometimes others will see the potential in you before you can even see it in yourself. 
I didn't realize my own potential. It took a child's perspective to see it. So as my nephew, Jaden, looks at me and he's like, every time he looks at the pictures and he's reading the story and he was like, oh, this is coming together. Great. Well, I mean, he was 10 years old. What 10 year old doesn't know a children's book? Because that's all they read and that's all they do. Uh And he said to me, he says, Aunt Darla, I want the book. This is a real story. This is a real book. How do we do it? I want the, I want to hold the book. So I began where a lot of us do. How do we get information every day? We Google, we Google everything. And I Googled everything I possibly could in regards to publishing a children's book. How do I go about it? Do I want to do independent? Do I want to do, you know, did I want to do self-publish or did I want to go with professional publishing? And if I, what publishing path did I really want to go into? I took some time and I began searching out all of that, that by the time I was finished, I was so confident that I knew all the details of everything that I wanted. So I published through Friesen Press. Friesen Press is out of Canada. They are an amazing um, company. They, what they do is they actually bring you as the author, the illustrator, the ideas, wherever you're at in your journey, they provide everything that's necessary and they basically help you to achieve your publishing path. But in the end, because it's through them, I'm a self-published author. I, am, uh, I own all the rights to the story, the images and every word. So that... I still own my copyrights and I'm just in partnership for the binding and the, and everything else. So, but it allowed me to open up for independent sales where I could do it by myself, like direct. I can do um, print on demand. I can do wholesale retail. I can do brick and mortar and it, it opened me up to every option which most places are limited to one or another. And I just went through all the details until I found what was right for me. I'm listed to over 40,000 online bookstores world round. Wow. So it was really doing the research Mm -hmm. to make sure that I took, and the reason that I chose to do it that way was and and look so intently was because it was the first time in my entire life that I was Mm -hmm. ever investing into an option and an idea. And I had been working my whole life from paycheck to paycheck as a single, you know, or short-term relations mother who had had, you know, a little assistance here and there. But overall, I was a, a single mom trying to build a world that was not coming together. And I figured if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right the first time. And I think a lot of people would um, get stuck there. And... They would want to do the book and, but then they start digging and there's so many decisions and then they just procrastinate, you know, it's just, so making that decision and, and following through was huge. The follow through is huge mm-hmm. because there are so many challenges where you do, you, I mean, you break down in the process. I mean, there's many times where you're beating yourself against the brick wall because you don't know. And you get confused and you get scared and that's perfectly normal. But for me, making sure that I could prove to the next generation in my family that we didn't have to stay in one level, that we can rise the bar and become more became my reason. 
I wanted to have a reason and I needed something that kept me going no matter how hard it felt. No matter how many times I got discouraged, no matter how many times I laid there on my bed and cried because I didn't know how to do certain things. Right. You know, because that's the reality. What do we do? You might not want to say, yeah, I was, I was weak in that moment, you know, and yeah, I wanted to throw it all in the trash a couple of times or whatever else. But what it really comes down to is what your why has to be stronger than the reason, you know, than anything else. Right. What is your why? I find it good. Your, um, your why needs to be bigger than your why not. <laughs> yeah. It really does. You know, I mean, and what it was, was I realized that I was going to invest in a space where I was given an opportunity. I had no idea where that opportunity was going to take me. But if I was going to do it more than anything else, I needed to make sure that I could put that book in the children's hands. Even if nothing else came out of it, that I made it and he could actually open that book and turn those pages and he could say my aunt did this there was someone in my family that changed the table for the generations to come sure that's huge so it was more of a generational thing of breaking off some things in my life and becoming the the force in my family that decided to break into a new world and begin giving the next generation of a vision to the possibility. So imagining the possibilities and creating a world, that was what I started using with the kids. It is your right to create a world full of imagination. We are unlimited beings. We are able, we are only as limited as we believe. So when we can take that mindset and shift it and say, I'm unlimited, no matter how many times we hear no, doesn't mean that no is really, it's just that they don't understand where you're at and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't, it, that's just not your connection. That's not where you're supposed to go. So if they see a door close here, that doesn't mean there's not a window open over there. There's always okay. a way. So you are definitely an artist and a published author, illustrator, and then you're also a life coach, did that come, did the coaching come before or after um, publishing your books? I would say coaching has been my whole life. Okay. However, I didn't actually come into understanding what I was supposed to be doing. It began after publishing the books and it started with me helping others to realize their dreams in publication. So it started with coaching others into their success. And then I realized that every time I got somebody, I was helping them to unroot and deal with all of their emotional stuff as well. And that actually comes from my past. I am a two-time, and that sounds bad. You know, it sounds like I'm praising it, but I'm not. But I've come through so much. I'm a victor of domestic violence. And coming out of such turmoil, it left me in a place of feeling unworthy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I couldn't see my potential initially going into the publication and doing the stuff for the books, because I didn't see that I was worthy of anything. Because I had been pressed down and oppressed in so many different ways, mentally and emotionally and spiritually, just all the way around. 
that I couldn't see past the circumstance in the broken. And out of that, having that, it, I had so many different life experiences and, and circumstances that gave me so many life experiences that it allowed me to become a light for others. Mm-hmm. Because when I broke through the, the statuses, you know, the, the limiting things that, you know, there's so many reports of there, you know, here's the status of those who have been a victim of, they are not going to do much more than this, because this is the, this is what is expected out of somebody who has been through the post-traumatic stress disorder, who has the severe depression, who I decided that it was my, that it was my choice to rise up and be like a phoenix, you know, to rise up out of those ashes. I didn't Mm -hmm. have to stay in the ash heap. You know, Isaiah uh, 61 says it the best in the Bible. It says that um, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to um, set free the captives, you know, that the, to restore to them the oil and the, the gladness and everything else. That spirit man that dwells within each and every single one of us pours up and out of me because I came through that transition. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me per se. I went through the experience so that collectively as a whole, all around the world, that there could be a knowledge for others to find a way to victory. You know, I could say, oh, I'm a survivor, but I'd still be confined to a limitation. But I decided instead I was going to go even further. So I went from the, the warrior who continued pressing in and going through the battle to the survivor because I made it through. Then I got to the edge where everyone started to lift up and bring me through the gates with praise because they could see how far I came. It wasn't about myself. It was about being able to share that story after. Right. How did you go from not feeling worthy to feeling worthy and to have it stick? Because you can't just say it, I am worthy. No. You know. It was literally a process. I began creating the Art of Learning Self-Love. And what I did was it started off a long time ago with a little bit of affirmations here and a little bit of affirmations there. But then I realized that there was more. And for me, it was through being scripture. I read a lot of scripture that helped to guide me. It was a guiding post for me that gave me a lot of strength within when you're going through that there's something bigger than myself, you know, God's source, the universe, whatever anybody wants to call it. Everybody has a different word for it. But I mean, there is just no limitations to what source can do for us Mm -hmm. when we go and we really tap in turn turn on tap in and get tuned in to what is necessary for each and every single one of us the root of it starts within how could i ever become anything for anyone else if i didn't work on me so everything that i began doing for myself became part of a 90-day program that I had finally put together later. But it was years of process of me figuring out, doing the mirror work, standing before it and actually confirming 
and affirming within me who I truly am, identifying Mm -hmm. who I am, what Mm -hmm. it is that I need, what I want, what I desire, what is the core part of myself, identifying that, you know, that God made me in his image and in his likeness, and that I truly am a creator as well in this earth. And I could create my world full of imagination and Mm -hmm. change the mindset of all that trash that had happened and bring myself back up and elevate myself to a space where I could begin recognizing who I truly was. Mm -hmm. That's definitely also a gift to your family, your nephew and beyond. All of them. Yeah, there's many kids. (laughs) Isn't it great how you start a ripple like that? Because you've influenced I mean, you've talked about Jaden, you said, so we've influenced him. And so then he'll influence others and they'll influence others. And one person ultimately affects the whole world, like you said. I love that. One of my favorite things about what we do as coaches. Um, out of everything you do, because you, I mean, I was looking into all of the various links you sent me and... Um, <laughs> I mean, you do quite a few things. What is your favorite thing? What's currently the most fulfilling? Where I'm headed or where I have come from? You know, when, so that's what I'll ask. What are you looking for? What, uh, what has been my favorite so far on the journey or what I'm getting ready to move into? Oh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm very much, you know, looking to the future. Tell us about that. Well, recently I just came into, you know, being the fact that we were talking about the art of learning self-love and what does that do? It ultimately allows you to draw in and find yourself. I just manifested the man of my dreams. I am getting ready to move to Michigan. I'm living in Texas, getting ready to move to Michigan in the next very short period of time. But the reason when we came together, it was just so evident that we needed to be together because we had the same similar dream. I mean, there were so many similarities that as we were talking about it, we we're like, isn't that what I just said? Isn't that what I said? No, wait, no, I know that's mine. And I'm like, it wasn't, it was ours. We had had the same vision and we are looking at building a retreat center and a conference center so that people can actually come in and all coaches from around the world can come and start speaking from a platform. It'll live stream and do everything else that's necessary. Um, but it'll also have a camping facility. It'll do some stuff in regards to rehabbing and dealing with others who are, it's uh, 121 acres that we're looking at um, to build upon. We'll have uh, a space where people can come in and just um, meditate, uh, my partner is, he's a Reiki healer. Joe Soma is a Reiki healer and he can be found on Facebook. But um, he, he and I both have just so many similarities there that are, he's a coach as well. So we have the similarities in, in our work and they are, are so, so in sync Right. That coming together would it just makes sense because it's not just about our union between the two of us, but how much it can benefit the world around us. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm working right now is getting things relocated, looking at um, just building and developments and doing the things that will bring the communities that are in the growth and development network uh, to 
a facility and a location. Oh, that's exciting. That's really yes. exciting. So it, it's huge. I mean, but it comes from doing the inner work. Mm-hmm. Where I was, I had right. already worked through all of my stuff and I became the victor in my own life. I was confident. I was secure. I was recognizing everything I needed to lay down. And as soon as it happened, it bursted me into the opportunities. Now I had come from so much brokenness that trust was such a space that I couldn't relate to, you know, or feel confident in relations. And I sat down and developed what I wanted and manifestation is what I do best. That's why I do the creating a world full of imagination, because you have to get into that space. It's like, taking and seeing the acorn fall from the tree. It hits the ground and then life sort of just comes and compresses it. And it's now down in the ground. And what's going to happen once that acorn hits and gets buried? Well, it's going to burst open. And what's going to happen? All the nutrients in the ground is going to tiptoe itself right on up into the acorn. And that acorn is going to continue to vibrate and do what it's supposed to do. And it's going to burst forth and grow and become this massive tree. And that's what, you know, each and every single one of us are, is coming into that understanding that we are that. And when we get pressed down so deep, we're only being buried so that we can grow and become everything we were intended to become. But the process is so unbearable that sometimes Mm -hmm. we give up. And my hope is that my story can one day help many understand that they are worth the work. They're worth Mm -hmm. the process. And no matter how many times you fall down, it's worth getting up one more time. Brush it off and keep going because you're worth it. Well said, absolutely. So I like to ask my guests, is there something... If only women knew this, just like one thing, if only women knew this, things would be different. Can you think of something that would fit that? When life gets tough, take a moment, pause, and just imagine the possibilities. That's the one thing, if you could take away from anything else, imagine your possibilities, because now you're going to shift yourself from being locked up to opening the doors to how many different possibilities. One of those possibilities are going to lead you to success. I love it. Thank you. And then I know you are spiritual. Um, Do you have a morning routine? Yes. um, Every morning I do, I get up, um, I either read scripture or I'll read other, you know, I'll listen to a podcast, a motivational. Um, I do things to um, connect always around, you know, with anybody and everyone. But what I do for myself personally is I do a 10 times gratitude. I 10 times it. Instead of doing, you know, three or five or, you know, the average person will do a few gratitudes, taking a moment, laying in bed, soaking in, might be 17 seconds. I decided for myself that what was important because I needed more because affirmations and encouragement were so vital for me because I never had it, that my gratitudes, I realized I could receive so much more out of life. So I decided I was going to 10 times it. So I literally do 
uh, in my journal every day. I have a notebook that I create. It's my organizer. And what I do uh -huh. is every day is I write in what I have for each day. So I'm so happy and grateful now that, or it is, I'm just grateful for, and increased flows to me on a continuous basis. You know, or on a different day, I could have used, client. Uh, I find new clients always around me, you know, or it could be about myself, you know, some, I do, the first five are generally what's actually relevant to my life. Right this minute, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful for the food that I can eat. I'm grateful for the sunrise or the sunset. Because generally, that's where we begin. Simplicities of life, of what we can be grateful for. But then I can get further into it, like somewhere in the middle of the tin, and I'm getting into what I want in my daily. I'm grateful because I did find those clients. I'm grateful because I was able to uh, reach out and help someone else. I was uh, grateful for the, the connection of, for the abundance that I've been given because it's rightfully mine for my birthright. You know, it, then I move into the last two or three of what I want to dream and become. Right. So I changed it from being just the, I'm grateful for right here. I have to be grateful for where I've been. So, you know, even from the pain and the suffering, I'm grateful because I went through it and I made it, I overcame. Then I'm grateful for what I have present, but I can also be grateful for, because the mind does not know the difference. Right. Hear, hear me. The mind does not know the difference. If I close my eyes and I believe with my whole mind and my whole heart, because the two have to work together, the heart and the mind have to work inside so you have to get the emotion and the energy together you have to bring them together and in that you can take that idea and bring it to life as long as you hold it in your mind's eye you can then begin to actually bring that to it's not you bringing it what happens is it is actual law once you mm -hmm. get in that space and you bring that in and you can see it in your mind's eye for myself, this book, though I didn't know how to do this in the beginning, I sat and I imagined how I could put this into a book where I could mentally see my nephew opening it and turning the pages. How did that come to be? Was the fact that I saw it here. I mm -hmm. held it here. And once I did, I was able to put it in my hand. So That's right. Thoughts become things, for sure. <laughs> oh. That's excellent. You have been so generous with tips already, but what is one actionable tip you could give our listeners that they could take action on and make their lives better? Right now, right this week. One small thing. Begin by believing in yourself. That's the key. It doesn't matter how many other people in the world can stand by you and tell you that you can. You have to believe. Or that, that you can't. Can. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I had <laughs> plenty of that. That's why I always just say that you can yeah, now because exactly. I had so much I can't. 
And I mean, every process I ever went through was told, no, you can't do that. No, you didn't even have the education to do that. You don't know, you, 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 you got your GED, Darla, you know, well, I got my GED, at least I managed. <laughs> I did go on to get some medical records behind me. You know, I did go on to do, you know, I did go on. And mm-hmm. every time they told me I couldn't, I went on. But the one tip I can give you is that true belief within yourself that you can, no matter how hard, no matter how many times you got to say it over and over again, the minute you believe, that's the key. It opens the door to everything. I fully believe that. Absolutely. So what is the best way for our listeners to contact you, to work with you, find out how they could work with you, buy your book? How do we find you? Um, I am on Facebook, Darla Williams, Buffalo, Texas, and you'll find, um, you'll find me. The other would be, I have several links. I'm in Noble Goldman, which is... I would have to send a link. I think, are we going to be able to post the link? Yes, they're going, all, all the links you provided will be in the show notes for sure. Okay, and then uh, my my webpage, I can go ahead and give you that one. I have access to that one right here. And it is DRW slash, no, I'm sorry, DRW hyphen okay. designs dot ueniweb.com okay that will that i'll put in the show notes as well great and do you do one-on-one coaching group coaching do you even do do coaching i do all the above okay all the above i have individual courses that would be with the art of learning self-love and then i have like confidence building um tools and stuff like that i do life coaching as well as just personal one-on-one uh, uh, rapid therapy uh, sessions where people can come to me for just individual, just to work on specifics. And I have a fountain work that I do where people can bring in and actually wash and cleanse out who they are from, from their, through their chakras and cleanse and restore what is rightfully theirs from the foundations of the earth from awesome. creation. And that's in person? That can be online. I do a lot of um, Zoom. I do a lot of, there's, I can do personal in person, but um, preferably at this point, most people, because of the pandemic, everyone's gone to online and I'm mm-hmm. able to reach out and, and help anyone from anywhere around the world. It is not limited to just the United States. I have people all around the world that I'm working with. Outstanding. All right. Well, you are quite an accomplished woman and I really appreciate you for joining us so much. And I, um, I'm going to make sure I am following you on everything. All right. And for our listeners until next time, I love you. Hey, before you go, I hope that you loved this episode. I would love it if you could do me two quick favors. First, make sure to subscribe to Next Level Woman. That way, you will get notified when the new episodes are coming out. So definitely subscribe to follow us. 
The other thing that I would love for you to do is to join us in my Next Level Manifestation Facebook group. This is an awesome place off the podcast platform where you can ask questions. I do free trainings and share very helpful resources there too. You're going to love it. And it's a great place to also find other women who are going after big dreams and getting great results. Links are in the show notes or go to lisahart.com, L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com. E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com.